Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In this week's Work of the Week, we return to the classroom to find out more about how we draw in the company of Michael Waldron in the Crawford Art Gallery. And also, we go behind the scenes as well this week. And at the very end, there's a surprising piece of news that you'd be very interested in. I think this is the first time we've actually sat down. <laughs> Normally, it's a standing exercise, isn't it? Having a look around, um, most people we meet, you meet them in passing as they go from work of art to work of art. And this week's Work of the Week examines the process, I suppose, that artists have to go through, but in a different way. And, Michael, I'm going to ask you about... You've obviously put brush to canvas at some stage or other. What was the first thing you have to learn? Oh, God. I don't know if I'm the person to ask. Yeah. Well, you need your materials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they yeah, have to be hand. Yeah. So whatever they might be. So right. let's say we have our pencil and paper. OK. Um, so we have, we, we're, we're, doing we're ready. Yeah. It depends on whether you're drawing from your mind or from your eye. <laughs> say you were drawing a subject, something that was in front of you. Yeah. I think... The rule of thumb, yeah. if, I, if I may use that expression, we were always taught in school, don't look down at your page. Okay. Follow the object in front of you with your eye and try and have your hand do the same movement. So don't keep checking your page. Okay. And I don't know if I'm expressing that very well, but it's the idea that the minute you take your eye off the object, you lose it. Okay. So actually, you keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> and you trust your hand to do and the rest. And you trust your hand. Yeah. Because yeah. in a way, that's what this week's work of the week is. It's an exercise in trusting that your hand will do the drawing. This is what Megan Eustace has done with this week's work of the week. Yeah, so it's called Carbon Copy 2, and we might get to the, <laughs> the title in a, in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I suppose Megan's approach to it has been which is, again, to, yeah, to trust the hand, but also to experiment with what that means. So to allow for any kind of inconsistencies, you know, it's, it's not about creating the most photorealistic drawing. <laughs> yeah. It's more to do about that mode of expression and that connection with what you're observing. She kind of drew blind she couldn't see what she was drawing using this technique, using carbon paper. Many of the listeners will, will know what carbon paper is, but yeah. for those who don't, you know, if we think particularly in, in offices in the past, yeah. to make a duplicate of something, you would have your carbon paper. Yeah. So that, that would take the same impression. I can't believe we have to explain this. <laughs> I <yeah>. know. <laughs> I'll just look at my Rolodex now. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're making two of one thing. So the carbon paper is essentially allowing you to duplicate, right? So you, you can actually draw on a piece of carbon paper, for instance. You can make an imprint without actually seeing what it is until you lift the carbon paper and magically there it is underneath. Yeah. So this is what she's done. She's decided to just look at, in this case, she's drawing a nude. 
and she's doing the outline, the sketch as such, and that's what we're looking at this week. She doesn't see the finished work until it's finished, basically. Yeah, yeah. This is a process that she has, I suppose, perfected over the years, and it's, it's a very intuitive way of drawing. It's very hard to describe what we're looking at to people who can't see it. I'm very interested in the process this week mm. because we're, we've come back to the classroom. We're in the drawing room at the top of the gallery and it's only going to be here for another 10 days or so. When is it closing? So it's here till the 4th of December. Yeah. But I'm very interested in what goes on, the method of learning art. I never learnt it. But funny enough, over the bones of, it's nearly 100 lessons since mm. we started talking about art. We've done an art course, when you think about it, okay, <laughs> in our own silly way of just trying to describe things, looking at art, looking at artists, looking at the process, looking at all the different types, all the different traditions, gone through the ages, hundreds of years we've gone back, looking at the collection in the gallery. So I invite people to come up here, up to the drawing room, and go over to the corner there and have a look at Megan Eustace's work, because herself and her twin by the time this goes to air, will have done a class themselves for other artists looking at their work here in this classroom. They will. So it's, it's quite exciting. As I suppose part of the exhibition programme, we've invited Megan Eustace and her sister Cassandra Eustace, mm. who are both artists, but very different artists, to bring their drawing clinic to the gallery. Mm. Now, a drawing clinic was kind of set up as a way for artists to exchange critiques, ideas around their own drawing practice. So kind of like a mini consultation. Okay. Uh, not a dragon's den so much, no. but sitting down, working through, looking at a drawing, figuring it out, thinking it out, probing it, with the hope, I suppose, of finding new direction, ways mm. of developing it further. It's sort of non-judgmental space. So it's artists and artists working together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's usually kind of behind closed doors. So yeah. Megan and Cassandra have, I think, very generously. graciously and generously yeah. Yeah. said they will set it up in a public space. So it'll be within this drawing room, essentially, and people can bring their drawings, or by the time this goes to air, will have brought yeah. their drawings, sat down with the artists, thought about and, and talked about their own drawing. Listen, before we go this week, I'd love to delve a little bit more into the whole world of the process of making art, I suppose, mm -hmm. drawing, and what goes on, I suppose, before a, a work of art gets to the public eye, what goes on behind the scenes. So let's go downstairs, because that's... That's a clue as to where we're going next and why. Tum de dum de dum de dum. <laughs> grab the lift and go for a walk. So this is opening on on Saturday. It'll have opened. It'll, so it'll just be open. It's all happening yesterday. <laughs> yes, we're doing a bit of a time warp here. But. <laughs> this exhibition is called Behind the Scenes Collection at Work. Brings together almost 90 works from the collection, trying to lift the lid on what is the collection? What is it made up of? How was it assembled, brought together through gifts and purchases and so on? What does it represent? Who does it represent? How do we care for it? Those behind the scenes questions, okay. kind of demystifying what we do, why we do it, 
know, I recognize some of them. Some, some of them are enormous. They're huge pieces of work. I mean, what's the one that greets you when you walk in the door? That's an enormous oil painting altogether. Well, it's... Gorgeous frame <laughs> on it. It's it, hundreds of years old, I'd say. It is. It's from 1789. Oh. It's painting by James Barry, who is ah, obviously from, from Blackpool in Cork. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a portrait of the Prince of Wales. Oh. And you're asking... Is it that Prince of Wales? No. no. And it's not that other Prince of Wales no. either. <laughs> this is the prince that began our collection when he gave us a gift in 1818 of our Canova casts. Ah. So beginning the exhibition with him sort of seems appropriate. That's where the story begins. Exactly. Okay, we leave it at that because from there then you discover it's a cross-section of the collection. Okay, we leave it at that. That's a teaser. There's one last place we need to go to. It hasn't opened yet. But it will be open by the time the exhibition here is opened on Saturday because yeah. there's another room that has been closed for a few months that's opening. Yes. Yeah. Do you want a cup of coffee? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> now, normally we spend our time looking at things that are kind of either landscape or portrait, square in shape, sometimes with a white background. This one has a little bit of fine handwriting on it altogether <laughs> as a group of people leave the gallery because um, we're near closing time. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> what's this little work of art telling us? <laughs> well, this little piece of information <laughs> is telling us that from Friday the 25th of November, a cafe will reopen at, in the gallery and it's called The Green Room at the Crawford. We've been waiting a long time yeah. for a new cafe to re-energise very much loved, I think, dining room in the heart of Cork. Yeah. Beth Houghton is, is, is opening it up. The hustle and bustle already of a busy <laughs> restaurant, even though the place is getting ready to open its doors. The people behind it, they are fairly well known as restaurateurs. They are, and people will know their, their previous work. Mm. This is a new venture for them. All to be revealed, they're softly opening this weekend. Right. Then they will open up into a larger menu. They'll be serving breakfast, lunch and dinner. They'll be open late as well. <laughs> so there's lots to look forward to, so. This is like an episode of the restaurant. I know. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> Is it a male? Is it a female? Well, it's actually, it's a husband and wife. We know that. What's on the menu? I don't know. Five stars. They are top class, and I'm delighted to see that the Crawford Gallery has attracted such good quality cuisine, solely deserved. And it'll just make the experience of coming here all the more appetising. Exactly. I know there's a lot of graw out there. It's something to look forward to, a winter warmer. I'll meet you over a cup of next week. It's a deal. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thank mm-hmm. you.